Avalanche Hockey with the voice of the Avs, Connor McGahee, on the team. With us on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, the radio voice of the Avalanche, Connor McGahee. Connor, how you doing, man? I'm uh, cold. Cold? Maybe. How are you? Yeah. Um, coldish. It's a little chilly yeah. over here, but it's not not bad. The studio's okay. It's uh, yeah, it's fairly warm. It's not too bad, yeah. but yeah. Winter needs ec- extra attention this year. I feel like. <laughs> so, are you outside or something? Why? Why is Connor? No, Gay I'm just. It, yeah, I'm just looking outside, and, and it looks cold. Winter, yeah, and it makes exactly. you feel I'm cold. Ready for spring? I we were complaining about wine about a Wednesday with Talon Wine. Good time to complain about this. We we're there complaining we about it. Earlier. I didn't have anything the past couple weeks, so here we go. <laughs> Well, that's my whining for today. That's fine because well, you finally get some time off. You and the Avalanche. What seven games in twelve days? Uh, that's uh, that's a lot of hockey, my friend. Yeah, and it's about to uh, get busy again because uh, the Avs. I was just about to send this out, but uh, the Avs have played the fewest games in the NHL at fifty-five. Um, I mean, take the Florida Panthers for example; they played sixty. Uh, so. Uh, it's been busy, and you have this weird time off, and it's it's about to be crazy. I mean, basically, starting starting Friday in Winnipeg, you have almost every other day. I know you have two days in between Jersey and at Dallas next week, but uh, yeah, it's we're not even close to being done with the back-to-backs on the schedule. Uh, but I, I also think that from a player's perspective, every other day uh, is a good thing. That's where you want to be, and that's that's the rhythm that we're looking for. So, yeah, this, this week is a, a strange week to have off, but sort of. I mean, uh, but it's it's about to get uh, it's about to get real, as as they say, coming up. Absolutely. So, how does Connor McGahey spend what four four days off? What do you do? Well, I actually went to practice yesterday, and uh, and it, which was good, very informative uh, when it came to. Jared Bednar and and the details on concussion protocol and and got to to watch practice and honestly everyone was smiling laughing having a great time it was the it was a good day on the ice um, and then if it were a nicer day you know but uh, we're here's my whining again it's the snowstorm <laughs> uh, you know I'm I'll just be inside and probably just doing chores the whole time which needs to be done to be honest because. We're uh, we're on the road. We have games plenty, so just uh, checking things off the list is, and uh, and we'll fly to Winnipeg tomorrow. One game uh, north of the border, and then come back for uh, for Calgary on Saturday. So you you look at the the week and you say, hey, I got plenty of time to do stuff, and then you, <laughs> you realize that it, really it dissolves away pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a line to the league office about this scheduling? 10 days off for the All-Star break, which I get a week, but 10 days. And then you play seven games in 12 days, including home, then road, back-to-backs, or vice versa. Now you have another five days off. Do you have a line to – who did Joe Sackick make mad with the winning of the Cup last year? That's the, that's the thing. Joe Sackick makes nobody angry. Um, but I thought. But the one, <laughs> it's too good of a guy. But the, one thing, yeah. the one thing I found out, though, is that every team you talk to has the same complaint about their schedule. So it's not just the ads. Like if you talk to, uh, like Detroit was just on the road for almost two weeks. The L.A. Kings uh, uh, are about to be on a five-game road trip, and they're gone for almost ten days. Um, and, and then they they come home and, and and have a stretch. Vegas 
for example, they had a one-off road trip in Chicago last night, and they'll go back home. And then they have a one-off road trip to come see us on Monday. So what I found is, is that no matter who you talk to around the league, everyone has their complaints about their schedule. No one's like, you know what? It's been great. This was this was perfect three-game road trip here, back home for three, days off in between, no back-to-backs. Like, that, that conversation never happens. So I don't know if it's uh, other events and buildings that are that are complicating things or what, just the season, but... Uh, but yeah, it's it's been as as strange as I ever have recalled um, in working in and around the NHL all these years. Avs radio voice Connor McGahey with us on the Team Sports Network. You mentioned to practice the discussion about the league's concussion protocol. This pertains, of course, to uh, your defending Norris and Con Smythe winner Kale McCarr, who is listed day to day. He's in the concussion protocol. And the, the part of the discussion, I caught some of the uh, interview that uh, the motion the guys did and, and Vic with uh, with Jared Bednar about this. And some questions have come up about the concussion protocol and whether Kale should have uh, played it all in the St. Louis game, arrived Sunday to play against Edmonton, had pressure in his, his head, had a headache, and, and he was shut down for Sunday's game. But just kind of take us through this a little bit because this has brought up some questions about the league and how they handle uh, the concussion protocol. Yeah, and, and I think there's so much science and research that goes into it nowadays with with really, I, I would say, the three sports that have the most head contact. That's football, soccer, and hockey. And it, this isn't years ago, and even Jared Bednar was honest to Kyle Fredrickson of the Denver Gazette yesterday. He said, yeah, I probably had concussions and played through them, and that's how it was. That's what you did. I mean, especially nowadays, leagues have professionals who – research this who know who 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 take all that data and it's tough to make it's tough to make decisions and rules for everybody when everybody reacts differently to it right and so all you can do in the in the in the immediate moment is is assess and 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 see if any of those symptoms are there if they're not you can continue and and that's the thing you that you can't just pull a player. I mean, you could, but I, I, I think that there's enough there to support that, you know, some contact is is not going to lead to concussion-like symptoms, and sometimes it does, and sometimes they're delayed. Kale clearly is one of those people who has delayed reactions when that happens, and as soon as they come up, that's when you pull them out of activities. And um, I, I don't think that anybody involved in any of these processes from – the NHL on down to the team's uh, individual um, are in the mindset of rushing players back just to to gain an advantage or have them on the ice. I, I think that everyone to a man has said that player safety is first and that they, they have these rules in place. Take the seven-day protocol, for example. Seven days with the baseline tests that you have to do every day <clears throat> and if you pass those, then you're allowed to do that day's activities. So it, to start off, if you pass those baseline tests, you don't have any of those symptoms, then you can exercise. Same for another day. And as long as those symptoms stay away, then you can advance to on the ice by yourself, non-contact. If you continue to have no symptoms, the next day is on the ice, no contact with the group. No symptoms, next day on the ice, contact with the group. And then you could be cleared to play after that. And I think they found that that seven days is enough to um, 
to really decide if the body is is reacting to the concussion or not and and that's where i think that people just automatically assume that you're trying to get players back into play i i honestly think that there's especially now in 2023 there's been just more research and thought into this than we we automatically think and it's it's it, it has to be balanced and again it's hard to make rules um for something that everybody reacts differently to but i think the one thing that medical professionals have have come to is that that week's time is is especially if you don't have any of those symptoms in between is enough to decide how your body is reacting to to the previous head contact Connor McGahee with us today on the team sports network and and i think in the case of the avalanche they go just go back to last year with bo byram and how he Mm -hmm. dealt with concussion symptoms for for a good chunk of the season and there wasn't the the rush to get him back they wanted him to to be healthy to be right and so if there's somebody complaining about the avalanche and how they're they handled the situation kale mccarr i think you you go back to last year where they they obviously handled Mm -hmm. that the right way yeah a hundred percent jimmy hundred percent and i think that from everybody in that room to i mean to on up and and that's something that everybody agrees on is that even if a, you trust the player and you know they, they encourage honesty because they said, hey, there's no pressure from us for you to come back. Priority is, while it's nice to, to win, priority is a player's health. Full stop, end of story. And that's why they, they, they would tell their players, hey, we don't want you to hide anything. We, we need you and would like you to be 100% honest with your symptoms. And that's what allows them to to make the best decision and the best timetable for the player. And there's, there's never any rush to get anybody back from any kind of injury, especially when it comes uh, to the head. One final thing, Connor, uh, Jared Bednar did talk about uh, Gabriel Landeskog. He's, he's back skating once again and said that there's not a timetable for Landy's return, but it's just another step in the process of, of getting him back on the ice. Yeah. And I think he was in the gym again yesterday. He, uh, he was leaving as, as practice was going on. He, he stopped in the corner and, and had his, his bag and and uh, and his hat on. It was just up against the glass in the corner watching his teammates practice for about for about five to eight minutes. And he was in the building the other day versus Edmonton. And uh, everyone said, uh, again, 100% uh, <laughs> same reaction that, hey, it was good to have Landy back in the room because he just – has this effect on a group that is calming, um, that is easy, and then that's why he's the captain. So to just have him around the facilities is is a huge step in the direction for the group, and to have him work out and then go on the ice and and do his recovery at at the pace that he needs to is is a good thing. Now he's been very diligent and good about trying to keep up that that muscle mass in the gym with his workouts off the ice and. Anytime that you put on the pads and the skates and you get out there, even if it's by yourself, that is a huge step in the right direction for your recovery. So that's, uh, that's, even though we don't have a scheduled return, um, that is a, that's a big milestone this week for Gabe Landis Scott.